please be aware that the comments, views, opinions shared on this podcast are not meant to diagnose a medical problem and or legal problem. If you do have a medical problem or legal problem, kindly contact a professional. Welcome to An Apple A Day, a podcast, a resource, a community. Share your experiences and learn from others as we overcome barriers and learn to live a happy, healthy life with a disability. Welcome to the community. Here's your host, Jimmy Apple. Jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in one horse open sleigh. Hey, welcome to another episode of An Apple a Day. I'm your host, Jimmy Apple. How you doing today, my friends? That was Carl Vasta. He was playing Bluegrass Jingle Bells. Carl Vasta, he's a madman on a banjo. What a great guy. What a great guy. Hey, how you feeling? You feeling good? Feeling strong? Good, that's the way it's supposed to be. Are you all ready for the holidays? I know I am. I'm I'm already here. I love this time of year. You know what's good about it? All the doctor's appointments should be done by now. You don't have any doctor's appointments till the later part of next week, probably. I know I don't. I don't. So I'm happy. It's like, I'm like a little kid getting time off from school. You know, you have a Christmas vacation from the doctor. <laughs> oh boy, I, I'm looking so forward to this. And there's just something about this. There's something about Christmas. There's something about Christmas Eve that is so calm, so peaceful. It's just, oh, I love the night. I love Christmas Eve night. It just makes me feel like everything is right. If for nothing else, if that's the only day that's the only day of the of the year that night makes me feel like there is nothing wrong everything is right that night you're with friends or you're thinking about friends or you're talking to friends on the phone or on the computer but you're talking to people and the music and the movies that are on tv just the the whole atmosphere the christmas lights the christmas tree even if it's a little two-foot tree in the corner on the table in your house that little Christmas tree. You know, too many people worry about, oh, the money, and oh, it's so depressing. I don't have enough money to go out and buy gifts. Let me tell you something about Christmas, my friends. Christmas isn't doesn't come from your wallet. Christmas is what's in your heart. And yeah, you're going to say, oh, Jimmy, you're full of crap. You know, that's the, what are you, a, a walking cliche? No, I'm telling you the honest truth. I've been disabled long enough. And I've been through those periods like, oh my God, I have no money to go out and buy gifts. I, you know, and I worry myself sick and Christmas Eve comes and you know what? It's like there's peace. 
that, you know, you worry and worry and worry and you give yourself an ulcer all the way up to Christmas. And all that time you're worrying about, oh, how terrible it is. And, oh, I'm not going to be able to give and I'm not going to be able to give this person that and give that person this. Christmas is not what's in your wallet. Christmas is what's in your heart. And that's the same thing for Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever holiday you celebrate this time of year. It's not about what's in your wallet. It's about what's in your heart. It's not about what's under the tree. It's what's in your heart. One of the greatest gifts you can give someone, and I mean this wholeheartedly, is yourself. I know you're sitting there going, you're full of shit, Jimmy. (laughs) And I'm sorry to use that language, but I know that's what you're saying. But it's not because think about this. The best gift you can get is the person that comes to see you. Think about it. You can go out at any time and buy a shirt, a tie, a watch, aftershave, cologne, socks, underwear, a drone, a jigsaw puzzle, whatever. You can go out at any time and buy that. But the person that comes to see you, they can only come to see you when they have the time. Does it make sense? You can't just say, I want to see Johnny right now. Well, Johnny might not be able to come see you right now. Maybe Johnny's job transferred him to South Carolina and you're in Massachusetts. You might not be able to see Johnny for a couple of years. You may talk to him on the phone. You might Facebook him. You might talk to him on uh, YouTube or something like that. But you're not going to be able to be face to face with him for a while. So the best gift you can get is the person that comes to see you or the best person, the best present you can give another person is you coming to see them. I know that 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 sounds cliche, it may sound trite, it may sound corny, whatever you want to call it, but think about that. Too many people get ulcers. They get sick over the holidays and they're, they're worried they get depressed because they have no money or they have to decide between bills and and buying gifts for other people. The truth of the matter is, the truth of the matter is, you are the gift and they are the gift to you. And if you really sit down and think about it, you'll see that I'm right. All that other stuff is just fluff. That's just nonsense. You can go out, like I said, next week, you decide you want to buy a pair, a pair of socks, eh, go, go, on, uh, go on Walmart or Amazon or whatever, buy a pair of socks. Or get in a car and go to, go to a store. Buy a pair of socks. Do you need someone to come and give it to you? Does that make does that make them more special to you? If it is, that's kind of materialistic. I prefer to see people that I really, really love. That I really, really like. You know, all that other nonsense, That that's something that you you build that up in your mind yourself. That's not something that, that anyone ever said you have to do. This is something that, you know, business has said, oh, you have to buy your friend a gift. Otherwise, what kind of friend are you? Well, who the hell are you to tell me that? (laughs) You know what I mean? It doesn't, you don't have to buy anybody and nobody has to buy you anything. Again, the best gift you can give somebody is you. Tell them how you feel. I know you're going to say, oh, that's corny bullshit. It's not. It's not. How many times have you ever told someone how you truly feel about them? I'm sure you told your wife or your husband, you know, but what about a friend, a friend who's been there for you through thick and thin? Have you ever really told them how you feel? That would probably be worth more than anything in the world. Just to know that somebody actually notices what 
they do for you, that you actually notice what they do for you. Like I said, people go crazy this time of year worrying about, I don't have the money to go out and buy the latest uh, Game Boy, or I don't have the money to go out and buy the latest uh, TV or computer or, or phone, a cell phone. You know what? People understand. People know that you're disabled. That's another thing. You know, you, you want to come off, you want to make it like, well, everything's fine for me. I'm I'm fine. Uh, you know, I'm, I may be disabled, but everything's fine. Well, they know that you're disabled. They know that you don't have a full income coming in anymore. Why do you put yourself through all of that? And again, it's not that important. It's not important at all, at all. I think the best advice I can give you, the best advice, and I, I kind of follow it at this point in my life, is don't try to do the holidays, all right? Let the holidays do you. Let whatever happens, let it happen. Enjoy yourself. Enjoy the people around you. Enjoy your friends. Enjoy your family. And just let the holidays do you, okay? Hey, look, I, we're going to talk more about it as we go about as we go along today. But I do have a couple of things I want to share with you. Uh, we do have an, another update from Social Security. And I do have a couple of studies here. One is natural remedies for headaches, which if you go anywhere or people come to your house the day after Christmas, you might have headaches. And also, I have a study here about how you can tell when you have high blood pressure, <laughs> which, again, this time of year can give you high blood pressure. So they're, they're easy studies. They're, they're light. There's nothing major about them, but we'll go over them too. But I want to read you this from, uh, from Social Security. It says, you can help Social Security make a difference. The holiday season is a perfect time to reflect on our less fortunate and most vulnerable citizens. Life is unpredictable and everyone is susceptible to experiencing homelessness. It can happen to people in our community colleagues, military veterans, close friends, even family members, people who might be too proud to ask for help. When this happens, Social Security is there. We pay benefits to people with disabilities who are experiencing homelessness and have accumulated enough credits from work to qualify through our disability program. We also pay benefits through the Supplemental Security Income, SSI program, a means-tested program for people with disabilities who meet financial guidelines but haven't worked enough to qualify for Social Security disability benefits. People experiencing homelessness have the same rights and privileges when it comes to applying for benefits as someone who has permanent shelter. If a person is experiencing homelessness, their benefits can be deposited directly into a personal banking account or another electronic electronic account or may be made to a third party. A relative or a third party can be assigned as their representative payee. Our website offers vital information for people experiencing homelessness and their service providers. There you can find information about housing and filing an application for Social Security benefits. At Social Security, we are committed to be there with you throughout life's journey. You can help us make a positive change in someone's life. In the spirit of the season, please help us spread the message about our services by sharing it with your loved ones and anyone who may need it. Together, we can make a difference. Happy holidays. Now, to get more information, again, you can go to Social Security's website, which is www.sc.gov. 
ssa.gov. And there you can find all the information you need and how to get your social security account and all the other information you may need. Now moving right along here, like we were saying before, you know, it's a very stressful time of the year and stress can cause high blood pressure. Do you know how to tell if you have high blood pressure? High blood pressure is called a silent killer because it rarely causes symptoms until it severely damages a person's health. High blood pressure or hypertension affects around one in three American adults. The current guidelines and definitions mean that close to half of all adults in the United States will be diagnosed with the condition. When a person has high blood pressure, their blood is putting too much pressure on the walls of the arteries as it flows through. If a person does not receive treatment, hypertension can cause serious health complications such as heart disease and stroke. Nearly everyone can treat hypertension with lifestyle changes, and some people may also benefit from medication. In this article, we discuss the myths and facts of high blood pressure symptoms. We also describe high blood pressure and normal blood pressure readings and complications of high blood pressure. Fact and fiction. Some people believe that if they do not experience symptoms, they have no reason to worry about their pressure. Unfortunately, this is not the case. High blood pressure usually has no symptoms until it causes serious complications. The only way to know a person's blood pressure is, is high is to check it. Many people believe that high blood pressure causes symptoms such as headaches, nervousness, sweating, facial redness. However, according to the American Heart Association, the AHA, hypertension often causes none of these issues. Symptoms that people often mistakenly attribute to high blood pressure include headaches and nosebleed. Hypertension only causes headaches and nosebleed when blood pressure is dangerously high, which is known as hypertensive crisis. This is considered a medical emergency. Dizziness. High blood pressure does not cause dizziness, though some blood pressure lowering medications can make a person feel dizzy. Facial redness. Hypertension does not cause facial flushing, but a person may temporarily experience both high blood pressure and facial flushing from factors such as stress, alcohol, and or spicy food. People may experience symptoms of high blood pressure when, when the reading suddenly rises above 180 to 120 millimeters of mercury. This is considered a hypertensive crisis with hypertensive urgency or hypertensive emergency depending on the person's other symptoms. Symptoms of hypertensive crisis include the following. Severe headaches, nosebleeds, chest pain, back pain, severe anxiety, and shortness of breath. Interpreting blood pressure readings. Blood pressure readings contain two numbers expressed as a fraction, such as 120 over 80. Systolic pressure is the first number, which would be the 120, and diastolic pressure is the second, the 80. The readings show the pressure in different stages. Systolic pressure, this indicates the pressure in the arteries when the lower part of the heart beats and the, the blood pushes harder against the artery wall. This diastolic pressure, this indicates the pressure in the blood vessels between beats. The current definitions of normal and high blood pressure are normal is less than 120 systolic and less than 80 diastolic. Elevated 120 to 129 and less than 80. 
diastolic. Hypertensive stage 1 is 130 to 139 or 80 to 89 diastolic. Hypertensive stage 2 is a systolic 140 or higher or diastolic 90 or higher. And hypertensive crisis is higher than 180 systolic and or higher than 120 diastolic. Doctors group blood pressure readings into the following categories. Hypotension. Doctors define hypotension or low blood pressure as a blood as a pressure below 90 over 60. Extremely low blood pressure can result in less oxygen flowing to your organs, which can lead to health complications. Normal. Normal blood pressure for adults refers to the readings between 90 over 60 and 120 over 80. Elevated. Having a systolic pressure reading of 120 to 130 and a diastolic pressure reading below 80 is considered a red flag. Although these readings are beneath the range of hypertension, they indicate blood pressure that is higher than normal. Elevated blood pressure can rise and become dangerous. Hypertension stage 1. Hypertension stage 1 includes a systolic pressure between 130 and 139 and a diastolic pressure between 80 and 89. Hypertension stage 2. This is a more severe form of high blood pressure. Hypertension stage 2 refers to a systolic pressure of 140 or higher and a diastolic pressure of 90 or higher. Hypertensive crisis. Hypertensive crisis re refers to extremely high blood pressure of above 180 over 120. Doctors consider this an emergency. It requires immediate medical intervention to prevent damage to blood vessels and major organs. Systems of high blood pressures in pregnancy. Hypertension is relatively common during pregnancy. An estimated 6 to 8% of pregnant women ages 20 to 40, 44 in the U.S. Hypertension during pregnancy is treatable. Women who have chronic high blood pressure can still have a healthy baby as long as they closely monitor and address their blood pressure throughout their pregnancy. If a pregnant woman does not receive treatment, however, the uncontrolled high blood pressure can cause serious complications for herself and the baby. Symptoms and signs of high blood pressure during pregnancy include headaches, nausea, vomiting, abdominal pain, weight gain, edema, or swelling, as well as signs of kidney problems such as protein in the urine, shortness of breath, dizziness, and vision problems. Complications of high blood pressure. High blood pressure can cause unnoticeable but progressive damage to the body over the course of several years before a person develops complications. Some complications of high blood pressure include sexual dysfunction, damage to the arteries and other blood vessels, heart attack, heart failure, ischemic heart disease, an abnormally thickened wall of the left ventricle, a stroke, an artery aneurysm or rupture, vision loss, kidney disease. So it's very important to monitor your blood pressure. Very important. And a blood pressure blood pressure monitoring machine isn't that expensive. And here's something else. If your doctor says that you have high blood pressure, he can write you a prescription for a blood pressure monitoring machine for at home. And nine times out of 10, your insurance will cover it. Medicare will, uh, I think Medicare will cover it. You'd have to check on that. But if it doesn't, most uh, pharmacies do have uh, blood pressure machines that you can go in and check your blood pressure for free. So monitoring your blood pressure is very, very important. 
Very important. All right. We're going to take a bit of a break here. We'll be back in 30 seconds. A mere shake of a lamb's tail, as they say. I'll see you on the other side. An Apple Today is brought to you by www.famousapple.com. Famousapple.com is the home site for this podcast. And there you're going to find connections to our Facebook page, our Twitter page. You're going to find connections to our private chat board, our private chat rooms. You're also going to find that we're sponsored now by As Seen on TV. And there's a lot of products displayed on the page for you to check out. So you get a minute, go over there, check out www.famousapple.com. Tell your friends about us, but don't go until we finish the conversation. Let's get back to it. And we're back. That wasn't too bad now, was it? Well, let's move on here. With the holidays, one of the biggest things that happen is we end up getting headaches. And not only with Christmas, but we have New Year's coming up next week. So, I want to share this one with you. 19 natural remedies for a headache. Headaches are a very common form of pain and can be a nuisance when someone has one. Rather than searching for over-the-counter painkillers, There are many natural methods that people can try to help themselves get rid of a headache. In this article, we're going to look at a range of home and natural remedies for headaches. People can try many of these remedies right away, and some of them might help to prevent headaches in the future. The first one is water. Drinking enough water may help prevent headaches or reduce their severity. Dehydration can be an underlying cause of many simple headaches. It may also alter how a person feels, acts, and thinks. As a study of the Journal of Antioxidants notes, even slight dehydration may alter how people think and function, making them feel worse with or without a headache. Water may help make someone in this situation feel better, although some studies are more cautious. A critical reading of one study published in the Journal of Evaluation and Clinical Practice noted that drinking water did not reduce how long people had their headaches, but did make them subjectively feel better. Staying hydrated may be as simple as carrying a water bottle around and sipping it throughout the day. Eating foods high in liquids such as fruits, smoothies, and soups may also improve hydration. Number two, a cold compress. A cold compress may be a simple headache solution that many people have on hand. Applying an ice pack or other cold item to the head or neck may may help constricted blood vessels and reduce inflammation in the area. Doing so could temporarily relieve a headache pain. A study in Hawaii Journal of Medicine and Public Health found that applying ice packs to the neck for 30 minutes significantly reduced pain in people with migraines. Number three, warm compresses. In other cases, such as with tension headaches, where the muscles are too tight, a warm compress may relax some of the muscles and bring relief. A warm compress could be as simple as a heated towel. Many people may be able to get the same effect from a tempered shower or bath. Number four, 
remove any pressure from the head. In some cases, there, this is a there is a physical reason for a headache. Check for anything that is putting too much pressure on the head. This may be a ponytail or a bun that is too tight, or a hat or a headband that has been on for too long. Number five, turn down the lights. Some people who get headaches become sensitive to light. Bright office lights or even bright lights from a smartphone may make the symptoms worse. It may help to take a rest in a dark or dimly lit room while recovering from a headache. Number six, try some herbal tea. Herbal teas may be a useful way to add water to the diet while also enjoying the benefits of other herbal compounds. For instance, ginger tea may help with migraines. One 2013 study found that ginger powder had similar effects to a common medication for reducing migraines. A simple tea of warm water and ginger powder may help with symptoms. Other potentially calming teas include herbs such as peppermint, chamomile, and lavender. Number seven, exercise. Exercise may help keep the body healthy and promote better circulation, which might reduce the chances of a headache showing up. One 2018 review of research published in the Journal of Children noted that too little exercise may actually influence headaches among adolescents. Regular moderate exercise may help, such as briskly walking or riding a bike for 30 minutes a day. 8. Check for food intolerance. Sometimes food intolerances may be the underlying cause of symptoms such as a headache. If a headache seems to show up after meals, it may be helpful for people to keep a food journal of everything they eat each day. This may enable them to identify and avoid any foods that could trigger a headache. Number nine, sleep. Different issues may lead to headaches and sleep problems are among the more common ones. Getting too much or too little sleep or not sleeping soundly may influence a headache in some people as they have not fully rested their body. One paper in the Journal of Sleep notes adults should try to get between seven and nine hours of sleep each night. Number 10, acupuncture. Acupuncture is part of a traditional Chinese medicine where the practitioners place small needles into the surface of the skin. The aim is not to cause pain, but stimulate the body's own energy. The review published in the children's notes that research has shown acupuncture to be an effective way to prevent migraines and tension headaches or reduce their frequency. Number 11, massaging pressure points. Massaging certain pressure points may help relieve tension in the head and reduce a headache. Many people do this instinctively, such as rubbing the back of their neck or pinching the, the top of the nose when they feel stressed. There may be some truth to these instincts. Many people find that massaging the temples, the jaw, or neck may help relieve tension and reduce a tension headache that comes from being too stressed. Some other areas to try massaging include the, the area between the eyebrows and the two spots at the base of the eyebrows on either side of the bridge of the nose. These spots may hold the tension from the eyes or head and massaging them could help relieve this tension. Massaging the neck near the base of the skull may also help release tension. Relaxation techniques, number 12. Again, the review of children notes that 
Relaxation training and techniques may help many people with their headache symptoms while also reducing stress and anxiety. Relaxation techniques include practices such as deep belly breathing, guided meditations, and actively focusing on relaxing the muscles. Number 13. Caffeine. Drinking a beverage with caffeine such as coffee, tea, or soda may sometimes help ease a headache. Some pain medications designed for headaches include caffeine as the compound may improve their effectiveness. As a review published in the Journal of Headaches and Pain Notes, caffeine by itself may reduce the symptoms of tension headaches or migraine. Caffeine tends to relax the blood vessels, which may support circulation and ease tension. Number 14, essential oils. Aromatherapy that uses the essential oils may also relieve symptoms of headache. The 2018 review of children noted that inhaling lavender essential oil for 15 minutes reduced the severity of headaches according to one study. A separate study posted to the Journal of Pain suggested that peppermint oil is more effective in reducing tension headaches than a placebo. The smells of essential oils may bother some people and experimenting with different oils that individuals find relaxing may be a way to ease headache symptoms. Number 15, magnesium. A 2015 review published in the Journal of Nutrients suggests that people who regularly experience cluster headaches or migraines may be more likely to have low magnesium levels. Adding magnesium to the diet as a supplement may help reduce the headaches or prevent them in these cases. Number 16, B vitamins. Some B vitamins may help protect against headaches or reduce them. One 2015 review in the Biomed Research International noted that vitamins including folate and vitamins B6, B12 may all play a role in preventing migraine headaches or reducing headache symptoms. The B vitamins are readily available as supplements with several brands that are that people can buy online. Number 17, vitamin E. Vitamin E may also play a role in headache symptoms. A 2015 review of vitamin vitamin supplements noted that vitamin E might relieve headache pain and migraine symptoms from menstrual migraines with low risk of side effects. This may be valuable for women who experience migraines during their menstrual cycle as vitamin E may also keep their hormones balanced to prevent symptoms. The review did call for larger studies before making any claims about the vitamin, however. Number 18, limit alcohol intake. Some people may not respond well to drinking too much alcohol. A headache is one of the more common side effects of a hangover. This may be because alcohol acts as a diuretic, making the body release more water via urine. These kinds of headaches do, do not only occur with bouts of heavy drinking. Even with light or moderate drinking, alcohol may lead to mild dehydration symptoms in some people or make headaches worse. Anyone who is uncertain if alcohol affects them in this way could try limiting their drinking and seeing if 
it changes or prevents their symptom. Number 19, avoid contact with chemicals or other strong smells. For people who often experience migraines, avoiding strong smells may be a wise step to, to take when trying to prevent them. One 2013 study found that odors from sources such as perfumes or other strong smelling chemicals may trigger migraines after just a few minutes of exposure. It may help people to avoid sources of smells such as department stores, others who wear a lot of perfume, or chemical smells from cleaning products. What type of headache is it? There are many different types of headache, and one natural remedy may be more suitable than another to ease a, a specific kind. Some common headache types are attention headache. The most common headache, these often occur after a person has become overstressed and their muscles have tensed. Pain appears in the middle and top of the head and may feel as if a tight rubber band is around it. Sinus headaches. A sinus headache, this type of headache involves pain behind the eyes and nose and a general con congested feeling in the head. A similar headache occurs when a person has a hangover. Fluster headaches. These headaches may appear throughout the day causing a stabbing pain that occurs in one spot in the head. Migraines. Migraines usually cause a throbbing pain behind the eyes that grows and pulses throughout the head. The person may also become sensitive to light, activity, and movement. So there you have it. There's a whole lot of headaches out there. And with this time of year, you might, you, you might suffer from all of them. So that was just something I wanted to pass along. That was an easy one, right? Well, my friends, I want to wish you all a very, very merry Christmas, a happy holiday. I hope you enjoy yourself. Stay calm. Don't let things bother you. Don't let anything bother you. Just enjoy the holiday. And remember this. Remember this. We're friends. You're my friend. Don't think you're alone. If you want, email me. You can email me at jimmy at famousapple.com. If you have any questions about the podcast or the website, email admin at famousapple.com. I'll answer you on the Jimmy email. I'll answer you on the admin email. You can leave any kind of comments you want down here in the comment boxes. But don't think that you're alone. You're not alone. Remember that. That's all I, that's all I, want, to, I, want, I want you to know that you're not alone. And remember, things can always be worse. Right now, there is somebody out there that's striving to be where you're at right this moment. All right, my friends, I will talk to you after, after Christmas. Have a wonderful time. Enjoy yourself, enjoy your families, enjoy your friends, but enjoy yourself most of all, okay? I'm going to let Carl Vasta take us out of here today. This is an apple a day. My name is Jimmy Apple. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. I'll see you next week.